When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Almost free agency, almost free agency, almost free agency. Where's Rogers going to go? Judd's got the flag just waiting for waiting for big Vikings moves to happen here. When news comes in, this will wave, much like a puff of smoke comes out when a new pope is named, when a free agent is signed. This will wave. Until then, it will remain still. Just look up into the sky, and you'll see Judd waving the Vikings flag when, whenever Adam Thielen gets cut or whatever the the next move is. All right, so this is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, and this time of year, speculation galore, because we are now six days away from, well, we're, we're uh, four days away or three days at three days. Four days away from the legal tampering period opening. I don't know with that. How do well, you midnight, that math? Teams are tampering now. Well, midnight oh, right, yeah. of Monday, I think, is when it starts. Right, but I'm yeah. saying, like, Open. is that, like, four days? Is that three days? How do you do the math on that? I've always wondered that. Yeah, I, I don't know. But you can start to tamper on Monday and agree to contract structures. You can. Yeah. You have to be cap compliant by Wednesday. The Vikings are $16 million over. As you can see on the YouTube screen, it is Christmas Day 2.0. Back by popular demand here on Purple Daily. Phil, Judd, and Declan. AJ was in last time we did this. We'll put our GM hats on. We're going to go through again for the second time. You guys loved this episode last time, even though we I train wrecked it at the end. by yeah, you did. My computer screen went dark, and I panic drafted a second quarterback for us because oh, we were up against a time constraint. I freaked out, so I promise not to spaz again. But we're going to go through the entire Vikings offseason starting with clearing the remainder of the cap space that needs to be cleared and then clear for free agents. We're going to sign free agents and do a mock draft simulation. And we'll show you what the roster looks like at the end of this exercise. And all of this is presented by our friends at TCL, now an official partner of the NFL. TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Learn more at TCL.com. And a shout-out to uh, listener JJ. I'm going to throw this up here. Nice. If you guys can see it on YouTube. He made some Just One Before I Die patches. And he also made, uh, these are Victory or Valhalla patches. Might have to throw these on a trucker hat or something. hey So these are pretty sweet. Ooh. So thanks to uh, listener JJ for sending these into the Score North Studios. Appreciate your craftsmanship. So 
boys, we're going to break this up into three categories here. We're going to go through the, the current roster. Kendricks is gone, so we'll go through the current roster. The Vikings are $16 million over the cap. That's still among the worst cap situations in the NFL. So we're going to get cap compliant, and then we're going to go further into like clearing actual cap space. We're going to sign free agents, and we're going to do a mock draft simulation. Before we do any of this, Judd Zolgad from the St. Louis Park Target parking lot this morning sent a text message. And the text message reads, let's trade Kirk. Yep. Full disclosure, since I feel like I, I, I feel like our show is very upfront. The message actually came from at a stoplight, which I shouldn't have been doing. Oh, dude, that but is I not got legal. So, but I got so, well, first of all, it was a stoplight on a side road. So it's not like it was in a lot of traffic. But I was stopped there and I saw your note and I just quickly responded. So it did come at a stoplight. So I apologize if you came up behind me or something and you saw a car <laughs> idling there on a green. It's my fault. If you saw if you saw someone feverishly hating on Kirk at a stoplight this morning in St. Louis Park, that would have been Judd Zolgat. So, all right, here's what I think we should do. I think we should let's go through the current players. Let's get to Kirk after let's do some of the the other ones like let's do an O'Neal restructure, let's get cap compliant. And then let's let's get under the cap, and then let's come back to Kirk here in a couple minutes. Does that work for you guys? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Judd, why don't you uh, why don't you take us take us through here? I kind of led this last time, so why don't you? You can see the screen here. We got the cap calculator from over the cap. <laughs> you're, you're now freaked out because you freaked out yourself last time. You started cutting well, guys, and, and I also had I also had some ideas on what I also had like the math kind of worked out on what we could or should do, but. Yeah, uh, but you go ahead. Uh, let's All start right. with Thielen, O'Neill, etc. What do you want to do? Uh, for the simplicity of this exercise, let's uh, cut Thielen. Let's pre, cut pre him. June. So the pre June or the just for the clarification. Yeah, you a know pre June cut. You'd yep. be swallowing. You'd have to eat thirteen and a half million dollars in cap for this year. You'd save six and a half, but he's off your books beyond that. Yes, let's if, do that. If you did the post June, it would be flipped. You'd actually save thirteen million this year, but you'd but you'd be on the hook for seven next year. You're saying just swallow it and be done. Swallow it and, and be done. And since this is us, I'd like to go down a different path this time, like sort of a path that has a a very big eye to the future. So yes, let's just swallow that one and be done. It's going to hurt, but he's gone. All right, so we just cut Adam Thielen pre June first. So we cut him like today, basically, yes, sir. Uh, or tomorrow. And uh, we're now we're now uh, nine million over the cap, so we yep. saved six and a half with that move. Question: uh, we, Yes, uh, are we doing anything different from the last outside of trading Kirk? Are we doing anything else different in these roster cuts than you guys did in the yes. first edition yes. of this two weeks ago? We okay. This one's different for sure because I think okay. we did a post June first. I want to say, or we might have done some other weird thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yes, Brian O'Neill restructure. All right, so we'll go in here. You can kind of see how the sausage is made. So you go restructure, and what that means is you either you would either take a a, a roster bonus, which he he only has like a I don't think he has a roster bonus. Yeah, he's got a six hundred thousand dollar bonus. So you can either take the roster bonus or more commonly the base salary and convert it to a signing bonus and spread that out prorated for the remaining years of the contract. So we're going to click restructure. This saves us ten million dollars to the cap. It lowers his base for this year from fourteen to one million. He still gets the the thirteen million difference in a signing bonus, so he still gets paid. 
the Vikings can do this without even talking to him. They can just, I think they can just do it. So, yes. Boom. Sure. We are now, hey, we are cap compliant, boys and girls. All right. We have $1 million in cap space. Not even enough to sign a first round draft pick, but we are, we are cap compliant before Wednesday's league year. Right, right, but that's not enough because right now we're slicing and dicing. We're doing the smart thing. Harrison Smith, a uh, question, because I don't think that we can do this, but I will ask. Can we cut his salary and and come up with a salary, or do we have to do one of the, like, a restructure? Because as Doogie said, I do think he's just going to flat out take a pay cut. Yep. So this is where it's tough. Like, it would take, for for the purposes of this exercise, we could go in here and, like, renegotiate his contract, but that's okay. going to get so complicated. Sure. So why don't we, for Harrison Smith, if you were to straight up restructure him, just for the math of it, I'm not, I'm not saying that's exactly what they're going to do, but if you restructured by converting his 14.7 base to a signing bonus, you'd be shoving a bunch of cap space into future years. But So they're going to do something... Similar to this, but just make him take a pay cut. If you were to do this, it would save you $9 million for this year. Okay. Um, let me ask you this, because we can kind of finagle this how we want. Are you looking to save like $10 million on that cap hit for this year? Is that kind of what you're, or what are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking that they're going to, that they're not going to actually, when this is all said and done, push uh, money into the future, that they're just yep. going to cut his his salary. But I think for the purposes of what we're doing, this is fine because okay. it's not going to be reflect. It's going to be reflected similarly on this cap, which is what we're doing. What if we just took like part of his base? Like we took like eight million instead of thirteen, sure. restructured it, so we go from nineteen. So what's more realistic, Harrison Smith's cap hit going from nineteen to thirteen, or from nineteen to like nine? Probably nineteen to nine. Okay, then let's just do the full for the math on here. We'll just do this. All right, so we've we just saved ten million dollars more by strong arming. Future uh, Ring of Honor safety, Harrison Smith. All right. Strong arm him. We did. We helped him do what was best for the team. And believe it or not, he best wants to business. win. He told me he wants to win a Super Bowl. And to win a Super Bowl, Plan most B. guys are willing to take a little bit less. Uh, Zadarius Smith, you can either cut or trade. Let's trade him. You're going to get him something gone. for some of these. Sure. That's can, fine. We get, can we get like a can we get like a fifth round pick or something? Because this this will matter later for the mock draft. Yeah, you sound really hesitant. Well, I don't know, but I think it's fair. I I, I don't care how you do it. I want him gone. So just like for context, five minutes ago, the Jets just traded their safety, uh, Chuck Clark, for a twenty twenty four seventh round pick. Yep. He was likely going to be a cap casualty. And uh, so, Chuck, old Chuckles, I don't think was as revered at his position as Zadarius Smith has been. Probably not. But to your point, I don't think you're going to get anything higher than a fifth-round pick because I don't think a team's just going to pay him the $15 million in the cap hit either. Well, a team, yeah, a, a, team, wouldn't, a team would restructure. Mm-hmm. Can we, but for the purposes of this, can we just say we're going to get it? We'll do a five-round mock. We get, a, we get an extra pick. We get a fifth-round sure. pick in that five-round mock. Yeah, absolutely. Is that wildly unrealistic? Okay. All right, so we're trading Zedarius pre-June 1st. Boom. We just saved That's big another, uh, what, $10 million right there, folks. Yeah. Or 12, $12, 12 million. Dollars. 12 plus, baby. But Love we it. did say goodbye to a really good edge rusher. So every time we, all right, we've, 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 we've cleared out $20 million in cap space, but now we have Kendricks is gone, Thielen is gone, and uh, Zalarius, as Randy and Cottage Grove would say, is gone. 
We said goodbye to an aging football player. That's the way I see it. I feel you. See you later. Bye. Uh, Dalvin Cook, same thing. So what? just trade him. That's fine. Do you trade. think so? I think that's what we would prefer to happen. Yep. It sounds like he's staying, though. Um, I feel this exercise is more about us actually executing okay. the smartest plan possible. And if Quazy and O'Connell happen to dip into it, it's going to be to their benefit. What did you do with Cook last time, two weeks ago? We traded him last time. Okay. So as, as there, I know I asked already, but like what has been different, do you remember, from the last time than what you've done this exercise? Thielen? Thielen is Thielen? different. Okay. Uh, we may have just cut Zadarius the last okay. time. And uh, Harrison was sort of different. The Kirk thing is going to be very different. If you're just looking for ways to make the episode different, trust me, it's about to happen when we get to Kirk Cousins. Okay. I is, that where you're, is that where you're trying to be mindful yeah, of I, I, I would just not want to repeat the same move. Oh, no, it's not uh, the same at all. I think last time we tried to, to reflect a little bit more of what we thought the Vikings were going to do. This, this is what is, we would do. This is us. Again, if you're smart and you work at TCO, you're like, oh, my God, put down what you're doing, Rob Brzezinski. <laughs> Crazy. You got to come watch. Purple Daily. So, okay, so what can we... Well, all right, I'm I'm with Judd here. Dex, unless you want to put up a fight, we're going to trade yeah. Dalvin Cook for, let's say, a fourth-round pick to the Bills or something. Yeah, no, I, I was just more asking for the uh, for the sake of the last exercise if we're just repeating the same moves. I just wanted to know if things well, were going to be a little different. Perhaps if you had been here last time, Dex, and hadn't t- taken time <laughs> off, sure. you would know no, what we're doing. No, no. But, I mean, that's fine. Everyone's that's entitled to Perhaps if you would sacrifice all semblance of a personal life. Yes. Yeah, you could have known what was going on here. All right, we're going to trade Dalvin Cook. Oh, look at that. We just go. saved another $8 million in cap space. We're up to $30 million in savings, but we're now we're now with another roster hole here. So, okay. All right, let's do the Kirk thing here. All right, boy. I mean, this is we're trading him, so it's a, we're, we'll plug in the trade here. A pre-June 1st trade would you'd still have to eat 18.7 million in dead. But then uh I guess you'd also be, he'd still be on the books for those void years of 12 and a half. Yeah. So no matter wh- which way you slice it, you're going to be eating some Kirk Cousins cap hell here. But you would save for this year $17.5 million by trading him. Okay. All right. Who are we trading him to and what are we trading him for? I think it's got to be San Francisco, right? Okay. Like, I mean, that's just a common sense one. Um. Do we are are we trying to get Trey Lance back or are we trying to get draft picks and I guess in the Niners case future draft picks back? Okay, here, yeah, the question there is do we want Trey that. Lance back, right? I think I think if they were to do this in terms of like maintaining some level of quarterback certainty, I don't think they would trade Kirk and just have a shrug emoji at quarterback like draft picks. I think they would trade him for like San Francisco's third and Trey Lance. I, yes, that's perfect to me. Do that. I'm good with Dex, that. I don't good? love Trey Lance, but I like it for the sake of this exercise. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he's a huge question mark, but he has three years left of team control, and you'd at least be able to get him in, start work, get the playbook in his hands, and go from there. And the Niners would have, well, why would the Niners do this, right? Well, if you guys think Kirk Cousins can't do this, can't the Niners roster is ready to rock, just like the Vikings roster was five years ago when the when the Vikings made the same Kirk Cousins acquisition. Yep. If you just plop a healthy, competent quarterback into that system, they think they can probably go far, right? And then it just remains up to the to Cousins and the football gods. Yep. All right, so we're pulling the trigger on a Kirk Cousins trade. 
holy crap, we now have $48 million in cap space, boys. That'll be good. LFG. And we haven't even touched the Hawkinson and Jefferson extensions yet, which can free up cap room. I mean, that's really good. Jordan Hicks has not been cut yet. Man. So here's what I'm thinking here. So we have, uh, just to, to get to the next phase of this, the other players kind of in question here. Well, Jordan Hicks, what should we do with him? Cut him? Yeah, just cut him. Peace out. Dex, you want to fight for Jordan Hicks? Uh, no, you can cut him. <laughs> okay. All right, we just saved uh, $5 million more. But we don't have any linebackers now, so he's gone. Okay. So here's what I propose for the other. Uh, well, let me give you one more before we get to Hunter and Hawkinson and Dalvin Tomlinson. C.J. Ham. It's been reported that he might stay. You could he he barely played. He played very limited snaps last year. You'd save three million dollars more by saying goodbye to thirty year old fullback C.J. Ham. Mm-hmm. I vote that we say goodbye. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. No problem. You man. sure, Dex? I just, you I just don't. for C.J. Ham here. I uh, I know he's a fan favorite, but I and I know the Vikings utilize their fullback at a like historic rate complete, uh, compared to the rest of the NFL. But three million dollars uh, for a almost four, to be honest, uh, for a fullback is unnecessary. So cut him. Cut, cut All right, him. we just saved a few more. So now we're up to fifty-six. Fifty-six. We're swimming in. Space. We're swimming in the deep end, you guys. This is crazy. We're rich. Okay, so Hunter and Hawkinson, for the purposes of this, we're not going to be able to – let's not go through, like, the whole yes, exact agree. science of, a, of an extension. Do we agree Hawkinson extension, Hunter extension? Mm-hmm. We do. We yes. all agree? Yep. Good yep. With that. Okay. So then with that, I think Hawkinson's extension would lower his cap hit. You could – because you could – he's 26 years old – you know, in 2023, you're going to sign him till he's like 30 on the length of the contract. Yes. You'd probably bring that 9.3 base down and shove money to the future. So I think you'd probably, let's say you get the cap number from nine down to six, save an extra three. On the Hunter contract, here's where it gets complicated. He's going to want something like 20 to $25 million a year, average annual value. His base is 4.9 right now, and you have a bunch of prorated bonus crap that you've kicked the can down the road on in previous seasons. I think it's going to be hard to lower his $13 million cap number without having crazy cap numbers in future years. So I think here's my proposal to you guys. We extend Hunter and Hawkinson, but the combined cap savings by doing this is only like another 3 or $4 million total. Yep, I got you. That's fine. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So that would get us to like just under $60 million. Let's, call, let's just call it... Uh, Let's just call it 57. We'd have $57 million in cap space if we did all of these things. Okay. Trading Kirk, cutting Thielen, restructuring O'Neal, restructuring slash pay-cutting Harrison Smith, trading Zedarius, uh, trading Dalvin, cutting Jordan Hicks, cutting C.J. Ham, extending Daniil, extending Hawkinson. Are you proposing to Dalvin stays. are Dalvin now Tomlinson going stays. to keep him because you're actually going to – you're probably going to sign, if you do sign Tomlinson, you're probably going to sign him to a contract that also brings his cap down. From seven and a half, you think it's coming down? I think they could, yes. Because it would be a multi-year deal. I bet they would bring that down a little bit. Okay, then let's just say we have, let, let's say we have 60 million in cap space then. And this is an inexact science, right? So, oh, hell no, this is what we're doing. Uh, so this, this, this is, is not, not inexact not at inexact all. inexact at all, yeah. Take this to the bank, <laughs> Senator. The blood the, bank. The blood bank. The blood bank. <laughs> Okay, but we're so we're keeping Delvin Tomlinson. Yeah, 
I think at what you, I think at the rate we're going, yes, you would keep Dalvin Tomlinson. Okay. So there it is. So we just created sixty million in cap space. We said goodbye to Eric Kendricks, Adam Thielen, Zadarius Smith, Jordan Hicks, Dalvin Cook, and Kirk Cousins. But we did get Trey Lance back, and we got an extra fifth, fourth, and third round picks for draft purposes. Okay. All right? Love for it. the YouTube audience, I am going to take this off the screen, and we're going to put something else on the screen here shortly. But uh, in the meantime, Judd, tell the audience how Livia has helped Purple Daily listeners and viewers lose a ton of weight over the past couple seasons. Yeah, it's very f- fitting right now that we're talking about salary cap cuts because what are we always th- thinking about? We're thinking about cutting. And what if you are thinking about, you know what, I'm getting a little bit hefty. It's been a long winter. I want to cut weight. Look at the guy on the left. Look at the guy on the right. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is the same person. But you know what? Speaking of salary cap cuts, that's just a weight cut. Thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. Help me drop 40 pounds, but most importantly, and this is the key here, just like with cat management, they have helped me maintain the success. Their dietitians have helped me keep that weight off, and they can do the exact same for you because I'm going to tell you right now, if I can do it, you can too. Here's the best part. Right now, eight weeks for free. Eight weeks for free from the place voted Minnesota's best weight loss program, 855-GO-LIVIA, livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. If you want to drop weight like the Vikings are going to try and drop some salary cap room, it's as easy as that. L-I-V-E-A at Livia.com is your starting point. Also, um, so we have during uh, during the off-season period here, we do have some openings. If you're a business owner, we have some openings for you to partner with us and get the message out about your business. If you'd like to be one of our advertising partners here on Purple Daily or anywhere across Score North, if you're interested in just finding out more, or striking up a conversation, hit me up, P-Mackey, P-M-A-C-K-E-Y at scorenorth.com. That's P-M-A-C-K-E-Y at scorenorth, S-K-O-R north.com. All right, boys, we're into phase two here of our general manager exercise. It's the free agent signing portion of the proceedings. And I think with like $60 million in cap space, well, actually, actually, we would we would also absorb. I should take that Trey back Lance. because we would absorb Trey Lance. Who? But let's just seven, five, that's six. Not much. Let me see here. Let's go to the Forty uh, ers The Forty ers cap situation. Mm-hmm. So, if you were to trade Trey Lance, it's not going to be aggressive here. But so he, if you were to do, where's the cap calculator? Bickety bing. There we go. All right. Trey Lance on a pre June 1st trade would hit 11 million to the Niners. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I think it would hit about $10 million on your books if I'm right about this. Somewhere in that ballpark. So it'd be 50. So you'd like 50. 10 million in dead. So let's call it, let's say you have, we have about $50 million in, in cap space for this right. exercise. That'll get you like five or six quality players, whether it's re-signing and inter- like starting caliber players, maybe even more if you play your cards right. So let's start with the internal guys here. And we don't have to be super exact. We're just like, we're going to get a handful of players either back or added with this allotment. So, so Garrett Bradbury, or let's just do centers. Internal, you got Garrett Bradbury. Finally had a competent season. He's projected at three years, $6.5 million a year, according to PFF. 
There's another interesting free agent option, Ethan Pochich, previously with the Browns. Projected to be a little more expensive, like seven to seven and a half million dollars, but he is, according to PFF, considerably better across the board than Garrett Bradbury. Do you guys want to go shopping on the top shelf of centers here or the middle shelf of centers? That's the question. Oh, I'm not a Bradbury fan. My my concern is that guy is going to go for probably more than you think, too, because th- there's going to be competition for him. Pochich? Yes. You know what? I'm not a Bradbury guy, but I'm going to say let's go for the middle shelf because there's other fish to fry. Am I am I allowed to take my cart and just remove myself from this aisle? Because I would rather just go down to the draft bin aisle and go that oh. way. I want to ignore a free agent center. I would not spend money no, on. I'm a free not agent doing center. that. But I then don't you don't. But then you don't have a. But now you've put yourself yeah. in a spot where you don't have a center on the roster leading into the draft, and you now have to draft. You have, might have to reach for yeah, a center. Yeah, Chris Reed who's played backup center. No, I would still draft no, a center. No, no, no. I'm not going to pay. I'm not. Chris I Reed don't couldn't want, figure out the snap count. Yeah. If, if you're not going to pay Garrett Bradbury, if you don't want to pay Garrett Bradbury, then go draft another center. That's what I would do. And I hear you on drafting another center, but if you don't sign a center in free agency, you are you have now made it so that you have to draft a center and he has to start. You you have like you have no other backup options. I'm fine with that. Oh I'm you can trade for a center too. Like no I'm I'm not I don't want to spend my disposable money on a center. That's basically where I'm at. My I don't want to spend a large chunk of the money. Okay, then let's retain Bradbury. Because it'll only be say six million dollars you can Which by the way I think he's gonna get more, but yeah, let's just retain him and let's not spend because I, I agree with Declan's, I, I don't want to go big game hunting okay, and spend a ton on a center. So let's just, for the sake of this, go Bradbury. And then, and I agree, if there's an option to, you know, to draft a center also and put him, and you're not going to sign Bradbury to something that locks him in beyond like a year or two anyway. So you would then find your center of the future. All right. I think a lot of people would say, just be done with Bradbury, but they have a lot. We just... We just, like, they need linebackers, they need cornerbacks, they need all kinds of things here, okay? This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Okay, Duke, stop me when you get to someone that you want to re-sign. Duke Shelley. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine bringing back Duke Shelley. Uh, I'm very 50-50 on Duke Shelley because I think there's, now that we've created 50 million in cap space, I feel like there's a lot better options out there than beforehand when we were sort of, you know, scraping through the couch cushions. You would have to come back for incredibly cheap. Like two million dollars or something. Yeah, I barely would pay him. In fact, I might charge him to to play for me. It's a thrill to play for me. 
Could you bring uh, him back as, as just kind of a depth guy for a couple million? See what happens. If you can, I would do that. But yeah, he's not. I'm not going into training camp thinking that his impressive end to 2022 is going should mean he's competing for a starting job with okay. my team. Let's just let's just he'll probably come back for a couple million dollars. If not, we can we can worry about it. Third wave of free agency. Um, what about Patrick Peterson, Alex Madison? Let's assume Greg Joseph. We got a kicker. All right, pay a kicker yeah. a couple million dollars. We get Greg. Joseph. I agree with you on that. Patrick Peterson, Alex Madison. I'm not bringing Peterson back. Duke says that they probably are. I'm not personally. I'm, I, it, it's been great. It's been fun, but but no. But I'm it hasn't been great it. fun. Is what yeah. you <laughs> I've always loved that, that line, and I don't know why. It's so simple and stupid, but it's hilarious. It's mm-hmm. been real, and it's been fun, but it hasn't been really fun. I don't know why I like that line. There's a lot of options out there with ties to Brian Flores that are yes. several years younger. Sure. I think you just say, hey, Pat P., awesome stuff for a couple years. Thanks for the good times. Thanks for the good podcasts. Dex? Say goodbye. Yeah, I, I am good cool saying that? goodbye to Pat P. Yep, that's no okay. problem. I'm actually... Uh, so we tr- we traded Dalvin Cook, which means and Alex Madison's a free agent. So right now Ty Chandler is basically the only because Wong was not he's not going to get carries. So you either have to re-sign Madison or find another sort of second tier running back, and there are a ton of them. So I guess what I would ask you guys is, let's just do the running back thing now. Ty Chandler, are we agreeing that Ty Chandler is going to get a higher profile role as like the second mm-hmm. running back, yeah. and then you would either there's a bunch of guys in kind of the three to four million dollar a year value range. Alex Madison, there's Devin Singletary, there's Jeff Wilson, Damian Harris, Kareem Hunt, Rashad Penny. So I would say for this exercise, we either re-sign Alex Madison or we just say pick one of eight different, you know, Damian Harris type running backs. What's our price? Because I'm I'm three to four about- three to four million a year, just something. Yeah, because I mean if 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 Madison will come back for that, I'm fine with that. So Madison and Ty Chandler would be your running backs. Right. But whoever it is, I'm capping what I'll pay them. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be, be like, oh, he wants $6 million. No, no, no. Then you're gone. And you could draft someone, too, and have a third guy in there. Yeah. So uh, would you rather have Madison or Door B, these other guys? There's 10 of them. Dex? Door B. You're out on Madison? Yeah, Door B. Get on Door B. John? I don't really care. Dor- Dorby's fine. Okay. So let's just say, we'll I, just say uh, a $3 million running back of some kind. Yes. We're going to plug in here, right? Yes. Player. So like, or like X. a $4 million RB plus Ty Chandler, and that's your run game. And maybe you maybe we draft someone. We'll find out here shortly, I guess. I like somebody that, that can catch a damn pass. Yeah. All right. So we've brought back Garrett Bradbury. We have brought back Duke Shelley, but he's not going to break the bank, and he might not even be a starter for you. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens. He had a nice little run, and uh, and we're going to bring in kind of a and we're bringing back Greg Joseph and running back B. We have room in the actual free agent market now, give or take, for probably like four good starting caliber players by my estimation here. Let's start with defensive backs. Do we want to sign a Brian Flores friendly, younger than Patrick Peterson defensive back? You got, by the way, Byron Murphy Jr., who that's the guy that Judd's been pointing out for a number of weeks now. So PFF has him at $9 million a year. Pelissero is saying it's more like 15 or $16 million thought, a year for him. And I saw Tom's list. It, uh, it scared me off a little bit from potentially being a Viking. He's tw- a 25-year-old former second-round pick, does have slot and outside experience. 
Uh, the other guys that have slot and outside experience and Brian Flores connections are Cam Sutton, 28 years old, Jonathan Jones from that Belichick New England system, who's 29 years old. Uh, and then I would say Bobby McCain has more safety slot hybrid experience with Flores in Miami. He's 29 years old, was cut by Washington. So um, we did Cam Sutton last time. I think Jonathan Jones is another guy that could fit here. Rakia Sin, you know, $9 million a year. So any of these names strike you? Cam Sutton was good. Or profiles? I think Cam Sutton is probably a very realistic target here. So I think Cam's, Jones yeah. might get paid a little bit more on the open market. Cam Sutton plays about 20% of his snaps in the slot. He's just a rock-solid, versatile cornerback. Yes. Uh, again, tw- 28 years old, projected on a three-year, $8.5 million contract. Flores worked with him, not directly, because I think he coached a different position, but in Pittsburgh last year. So there's mm-hmm. some some familiarity. So can we say Cam Sutton on like a $9 million a year yeah. deal? I like that. All right. So that would mean, as of right now, unless we go and sign another cornerback or draft someone, our cornerback situation is Cam Sutton, Cam Dantzler, Andrew Booth Jr., a Caleb Evans, Duke Shelley on a reasonable contract. That's what we have right now. Who's my slot corner? Well, Cameron Sutton has some slot experience. Duke Shelley has some slot experience. Yeah, but Duke wasn't very good because the, the Bears tried to force that one and it didn't work out too well. We could also sign both. Cameron Sutton and Bobby McCain, who's projected to make closer to like maybe five or six million dollars. Yeah, Twenty nine like years old, but like you said, there, there's a lot to fill as well. Like we can we come back to it, guys. We can come so, back yeah. to it. Okay, yeah, get sort one. Of, you gotta get one. Hundred percent. Yeah, but so I'm sort Cam- of tormented here. So Cameron Sutton for now. All right. Okay. Um, I want to ask you this on the offensive side. We got room. Let's say we have room for like three more free agents here. DJ Chark. Um, we already talked about the running backs. There are a handful. There's at least three or four veteran guards who are 26, 28 years old in that $10 million a year range. Are we, are we ready to just be done with the Ed Ingram situation at right guard and just go bring in? So, uh, Isaac, is it uh Sumalo from the Eagles? Ben powers from the Ravens is 26. Nate Davis from the Titans is 26. These guys are all professionals. They know what they're doing. They're above average offensive guards, but they would cost you about $10 million. I can't be done with a, what, second or third round pick yet, who I played the entire year. I can't do that. I know he was a disaster. I know he, but he did improve a little bit. And I know I'm gambling here. That's a high draft pick who I put a lot of equity into to just say, screw it. I'm going to bail unless somebody tells me he will never improve. Okay. A lot of money. Like I got a lot of needs here. And yes, I would love go back a couple of years when they were piecemealing guards through. I would have been on board this train in a heartbeat. I don't think I can do that right now. But Judd, I don't, I'm I'm not going to pay a guard right now. The line was a lot better. You have two great pillars um, on your tackles. I'm I'm not going to pay for a guard. I mean, I I'll, I'll bow down to you guys here because it's uh, no, it's fine. Fine, it's us. a democracy. But I just you, what we're doing here then is because unless we trade Ezra Cleveland or something, we're coming back with the same starting five offensive linemen, which on one hand might be good for continuity. Right. On the other hand, they were well, they were very leaky in spots, especially up the middle. So, and if I'm told that Ingram is not going to improve, like if he is just terrible, then yes, I consider this. I just and if if he had been a 
fifth or sixth round pick plugged in, mm-hmm. I'd probably I'd probably pull the cord. Just can't do it though. He's too high a draft pick, and I played him way too much. Okay, but I could be All being right. stubborn too. So what about DJ Chark as a downfield threat around eleven million dollars a year? Let's call it like a, a couple of years of guaranteed money. In I'm there. making an offer. I could put in a phone call. Yeah. Are I mean, you putting is... a phone call, or are you trying to consummate the relationship? <laughs> also, where where do you want to spend money then, Declan? Uh, defense. I want to spend at linebacker, because you have two humongous holes there. And honestly, Brian Flores would love to do that. So I that side of the ball needs significant more improving than adding wide receiver 2-3. Let's go to the, to the defensive options here, okay? So um, in terms of... I'm just going to pull up a PFF list here, and, he, and maybe I can share this with you guys. You can just kind of see it. It's a little incomplete because it doesn't include the players that were cut in the last few days, and there's a few interesting names there too. But we can just kind of go through and see if any of these names tickle your fancy, okay? Okay. This is the top of the list here. Like These are interior and edge oh, yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. So like Javon Hargrave, who is 30 years old, Philadelphia, He's going to break the bank almost $20 million a year. He's a needle mover. Yep. Um, you got the Duran Payne. Payne fr- Dur- or Darren Payne. He, he was franchised, correct? Uh, he may have been. I think Washington this, franchised him. How about Dalvin being third yeah. on this oh, list? Oh, that's what I said. Agents. It's going to be, you know, it, it's not going to be cheap to bring him back. Yeah, so they actually bumped this to like $12 million a year. Interesting. Uh, Marcus Davenport. We could also say, I love how Jadevian, I feel like Jadevian Clowney every year is like, oh, maybe this is the year. Maybe this is the year he finally gets a sack. Be interesting. Uh, Amenahu from San Francisco. They run a 4 3, right? So yep. you have to be a little bit mindful of that. Hey, here, here's a question, though. If you do pursue Chark, and I think it's a long shot, but if you got him as wide receiver two, that's going to free you up now to make a first round decision on a potential cornerback yeah. or, or a defensive end or an interior defensive line. Yep. So, so if you get shark, I think you have less of a need to spend money on a defensive lineman and, and Dex, we can fight about this, but the linebacker position I'm being very careful on. Like I'll spend on it, but I'm not. That's not where I'm going to personally. Well, I mean, break if, but if you have two significant holes there, and it's also a position where you can't just completely ignore it either. Like you can't just put league replacement guys there. And if you can make a run at you know Edmonds, who I know is the top option, that I, I would be I would be curious to do that. So Edmonds is projected to make almost twenty million dollars a year on his next contract. That scares the yeah. crap out of me at that position. Yeah, I can't do that, dude. But I fought. I fought to spend like ten million dollars on linebackers. I, I I fought for us to get uh, David Long in this exercise at ten million dollars. I'll year. come down. Last I'll come down time. to ten. I'll come down to ten. Okay. Bobby Wagner. I can't do twenty for sure. Yeah. You know, there's there's T.J. Edwards, Edwards here. So you'll go you'll go like ten million dollars a year on a linebacker. Yeah. Okay. You know, we if we wanted to, we could afford both DJ Chark and a linebacker. And you could also on the edge side of things, you could leave it open then to to be drafting an edge rusher in the draft. But I, I feel strongly that Kyle Van Noy, who has gone two or three different locations with Brian Flores, is going to come in here as just like a three million dollar veteran to help you uh, with depth there. So I'm going to stick to stick to my guns on that and say that Kyle Van Noy comes in for some defensive depth. 
he won two Super Bowls with Flores in New England. He's a free agent. He followed him to Miami in 2020. Uh, he can play off-ball linebacker. He can. He's more of a run stopper than an electric pass rusher at this point. But mm-hmm. so, what if we did this? DJ Chark and either David Long, um, or like TJ Edwards, who is a free agent from Philadelphia. I like Edwards. Okay, I like Edwards. You ready to get down with Edwards? Yes, yes, I can. Now, David Long played in a more similar system. So you'd have, they'd have to because he played in the the Titans three four sort of Mike Vrabel uh, Belichick defensive system. So I don't. This is where like we don't know if if TJ Edwards would come in here. Like maybe he's maybe he wants to play in a different system. But could we just say like TJ Edwards or David Long for ten twelve million dollars? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm fine with it. Awesome. All right, we just got ourselves a a younger linebacker. There we go. And DJ Chark. So we've got so we've got Chark at at wide receiver two, we've got a corner, we've got a linebacker. So now we're probably going to draft when when we get to uh, the third part of this exercise, probably going to draft an interior or defensive end. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And 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 you know we shouldn't. It should be best player available too, right? We shouldn't be. Listen, if uh, we'll see how the board plays out. But and there might be some more money here for like you could probably sign another depth guard or something. Um, yeah, good point. But right now, so going into the draft here, and I will stop this screen share for the YouTube audience, and we'll pull up in a second here. We'll pull up the the draft board. But right now on defense, Dalvin Tomlinson, Harrison Phillips, and then kind of a kind of a blank canvas of like Wanam Tonga at the other defensive line position. Mm-hmm. You've got Daniel Hunter on one edge question mark slash Patrick Jones on the other edge. Mm-hmm. Asamoah and a veteran free agent like a David Long or a TJ Edwards who's coming off their rookie scale contract at linebacker. Your cornerbacks are Cameron Sutton, Cam Dantzler, Andrew Booth Jr., Caleb Evans, Duke Shelley. You're going to have to find a slot guy in there somewhere. Harrison Smith, Lewis Seen as the starting safeties. Okay. Okay. Offense, we have Christian Derrissaw, Ezra Cleveland, Garrett Bradbury, Ed Ingram, Brian O'Neill, and and some money for like a depth, whatever. You can sign backups, right? Wide receiver one, Justin Jefferson. Wide receiver two, DJ Chark. Wide receiver three, KJ Osborne. TJ Hawkinson. And then your running backs would be Madison or someone similar in free agency plus Ty Chandler. And Greg Joseph is your kicker. Yep. Okay. That's where things sit. As we enter the third phase here, which is the mock draft simulation. Pulling it up on your screen. I want a mock! Mock! A shout out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated's been around like a great offensive line for your business for over 100 years, helping to protect and shield and just navigate sometimes the choppy waters of running a business. Find out a full list of industries that they specialize in who your federated marketing representative could be for that face-to-face relationship, find out at federatedinsurance.com or it's our business to protect yours. All right, boys. So let's go through. We have to consummate these trades now, even if we have to. I I think they'll all be workable within the parameters, but we're going to go San Francisco. We we might have to shove this one through here. I don't know if they're going to let us, but so Kirk Cousins for Trey Lance. And one of these third-round picks, we'll sure. just say the uh, 
we'll say they give us their third of the third round picks, right? And it actually has, look at that, it has a 75% chance to be accepted. Oh, are you, Kyle Shanahan is crying right now. Yeah, we didn't even have to force it through. Look at that. He's like, oh my God, yes, I will do that trade. I will, I will, I will. All right, we're going to trade again. We're going to send old Dalvin Cook. We're going to send him, we've done this before in our mock simulations. We're going to send him off to Buffalo for, what did we say? We'll just say like the 139. Yep. Dalvin for the 139. Bada bing, Buffalo that. accepts Buffalo. it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then we're going to send, uh, was it Zadarius, right? Zadarius Smith. Yep, Zalarius. Zadarius Zalarius to, do we have a team that we were no. sending him to? No, we just traded him. How about like the Jaguars? The Jaguars could use a better pass rush. Sure. And then they give us the 185. Something sure. like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. whatever. I don't that's know if that's going to be accounted for here in this, but. I will offer that trade up. Bada bing. Okay. All these trades are accepted because we are this good at what we do. Yeah, we're damn good. Yeah. By the way, did I, uh, hopefully I, I did this right. Hopefully we did a five round old simulation. I guess we'll find out. There we go. Yep. So we're, we have the 23, the 87, the 102, the 119, the 139. Let's just, we'll just speed this up. We'll go right to our pick at 23. See how the board played out. You guys can see this on your screen, correct? Yeah. Okay. So we are on the clock right now. Let's go back. I want to see what happened early on here. So Bears, Will Anderson Jr. We got uh, all four quarterbacks in the first eight picks. Yep. I, I like what I see right here. Nothing I like what too I crazy. see. The kid from Pitt. The kid from Pitt is right there. Kalijah Cansey here. Yeah, talk us through this, Judd. Come on. Kalijah Cansey is going to bring, uh, bring the exact type of pressure, the exact type of presence that we need. Brian Flores right now is pounding the table. I'm telling him to calm down, but he can't. <laughs> he is so excited for Pitt's Kalijah Cansey to be wearing purple come fall. And I don't blame him one, one bit. But, Phil, this also dovetails into what you said, which is we also have to be aware of the best available player. And according to this chart, he it is, is also the best available player. Right now, everything is coming up roses. It really is. And just for clarification, the biggest needs for us right now are, I would say, trenches, right? Getting younger, more electric in the defensive trenches. Yes. We can't go wrong by drafting a guy that can either rush the quarterback from the outside or in or inside presence. Yeah, and Kalaja Kansi had 30 pressures from the interior last year yeah. at Pitt, as you can see on your screen. You know, there. I think the question here is, boy... Dalvin now is not as necessary, but we but we retained him, so that's fine. Kalijah Kansi yeah. does excite me, and he can rotate in. You can you can find ways to. All right, so we're that's drafting right. we're drafting Kalijah Kansi with the twenty third pick. There it is, boys. We just made our first draft pick. I think it's a good pick. We're going to speed all the way down into round three here, where we are now back on the clock with the eighty seventh overall pick. This is where like. Once we get to this point, this is where we would ordinarily have Thor Nystrom in here, yeah. so we're not going to be able to talk about hardly any of these guys. But um, good positions. Nathaniel Dell, by the way, keeps popping up on these PFF. He's one of the I think he's one of the smallest players in the in the draft, but a very shifty and versatile uh, wide receiver weapon type. So interesting. I'd love to get Thor's take on him. But we still need there's there's edge rushers in here. You could make a case for still. Still drafting a cornerback at some point, but from this point, what are the biggest needs for us? Probably a young linebacker. Yep. 
another edge rusher, right? Because we said goodbye to Zadarius. Not mistaken, the Hodge Tomlinson cornerback, uh, who's pretty high on this list from TCU, was uh, dismissed by Thor very quickly. He does not too like small. Him. Yeah, yep. he's too small. And so, if Thor's out, I'm out. Okay. So I would say at this point, linebacker edge, maybe a young wide receiver at some point. But we've got a couple edge guys here. We got Nick Herbig from Wisconsin, Carl Brooks from. Bowling Green. Uh, I got Dorian Williams, the linebacker here. So I'm just going to make a pick on behalf here. Um, the last time the Vikings drafted a Wisconsin edge rusher, it did not turn out well like 20 years ago yeah. in Edgerin James. So let's just go with Carl Erasmus Brooks James. here. Oh, yeah. Edgerin James would have been great as not a Not the running back. back. He was really, really good. <laughs> Erasmus James. Er- Erasmus, right. not so much. Okay, Carl Brooks, come on down. You All are right. the next Minnesota Viking. All right, you just pull the trigger. Clock. Okay. All right. So we're back on the clock here. Just curious, uh, what is the what is the best available center and like where is his eighty where, where is his average draft Declan. position? Look at Declan, he wants the center. Just wants centers. He just just a okay, just, center. Just, just, wants a re- just wants a replacement for interior oh, offensive line. I there think. we go. I O L. Okay, so, so we're still a little oh, ways Michigan away kid. here. Yeah, the Michigan kid. The Michigan kid, but that would this would be a stretch I'd to draft. This is your problem but, here. This is what yeah, you would you have to be do doing. This. You'd have to be dra- like stretching yeah, for a center. This. I can't do that. Let's get there later. Okay. Let's go. Uh, all right. So we, I would say I would say we either do a weapon here, a wide receiver, or like Dwayne McBride is uh, is one of these guys that keeps popping up here. Thor loves him, and Dorian Williams, the linebacker. Any uh, any preferences there, Judd? I'm going to say that the head coach right now tells Brian Flores to move aside, and he starts to pound the table and say, get me guys that can make plays. Get me young playmakers. And so I would say we probably should take the halfback or the wide receiver. Uh, Nathaniel Dell, by the way, from Houston. Yep. He came in, measured five foot eight, 165 pounds at the combine. Oh, my God. But he's a football player. So... <laughs> What's Michael? What's Michael Wilson? Uh, what are the stats Michael on Wilson? His frame? Okay, Michael Wilson. By the way, last year he caught. Um, well, Stanford's offense is a train wreck, so he only caught twenty-seven passes. But Michael Wilson combine. Let's get you this information here. And some of these guys may not have even been invited to to said combine, but. Um, his his athleticism score is only is only seventy two. Uh, Anthony Richardson's wasn't. Oh no, that's a different. Let's just. All right, we don't know anything about these players, so screw it. Nope. Nope. Let's just go. Give me a let's, position. Let's go with uh, Dwayne McBride, the halfback that Thor loves. Yep. Okay. Okay. Here we go. And now we're back on the clock at one nineteen. Oh, Dorian Williams is still there, and we need a young linebacker. Yep, take him, boys. Yep. Pull the trigger. Okay. Run to the podium. Make that or some happen. fan will read it. We're back on the clock at one thirty-nine, and now I think we're just taking best players on the board here. Yeah, so go uh, go back up, actually, then. Please. Ooh, this Jacorian Bennett, this cornerback that Thor had us drafting a lot earlier yep. before is still on the board. Yep, do it. Okay. Do it. I like this. The, the I think we got Thor. dinged for, I think Thor got dinged for reaching for him last time. But he I, did, I, yes. But you didn't reach there. All right, what other positions here? There's a ton of edge guys here, man. We already drafted an edge guy, but yeah. Mm. Where else do we wide need receiver Jalen Moreno Cropper from Fresno State? Well, actually, you know what? Just as a thought, what about a uh, a backup tight end? Yeah, 
like a like a Davis Allen from Clemson or this, saying, this, this, Zach, this Zach Kuntz that uh, is six foot seven and freakish. I'm just saying my guy Let's Johnny Munt might not be in the long term plans. All right, we got our backup tight end, and then uh, you guys go ahead. Uh, yeah, you go. I, and, and no, do not draft another quarterback. Well, Dex wants a center. Let's see who's the best center available. Who's the best here? center available. We're in the fifth, right? Yeah, we're in the fifth. This is our last draft pick of this exercise, and then we'll yeah. shut up. Okay, Juice Scruggs is the best center available here. Sounds Dex. like a great name. You take him. Juice Scruggs, come on down. And there it is. We have completed <laughs> offseason. It's grading our draft. Ooh, an A plus. I think we're going to a D for. Uh, oh, we got a D for the halfback. Cool. But oh, we overall, got dinged. A minus overall for this draft, oh, boys. Draft. Dude, we got dinged for that third round pick, didn't uh, we? It's draft. gonna it's gonna happen once in a while, though. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna download this so we can break the internet later. Um. So <laughs> all right. So Kalijah Kali- a... Kansi and and is it Carl Brooks? Yeah, are the two meat and potatoes first two picks for us? You're probably right. They're probably not drafting a halfback in the third round there, but we're just kind of. We're just kind of messing around. So with that, you would have you'd have Cansey uh, coming in and mixing in up front on defense. You yep. would have Carl Brooks kind of along with Patrick P- or, um what's his name um, Patrick Jones on the other side of Daniil Hunter, and mm-hmm. then we also have Dorian Williams mixing in along with Brian Asamoah and or the David Long, T.J. Edwards free agent signing. Our defense just got. Markedly better. Yes. Yeah. Younger and better. Absolutely. And then we added some running back depth. We added a potential uh, new starting center at some point for the future. So, all right, boys, how do you feel? Take a deep breath here. How do you feel? I feel really good about this because I feel like we didn't like the Cousins trade is a chance there. And because if Trey Lance develops, that's great. If he doesn't, it's a problem. But you know what I think? I think the most important thing is the future of the Vikings, 2024 and 25, just got a lot brighter. And I'm not joking. I feel I good about what we filled there. And on offense, just to go through specifically here, so you would have Justin Jefferson, DJ Chark, KJ Osborne, and you would have a couple young development wide receivers that you yeah. could you know, mix in. Yep. Plus, Hawkinson's one of the best pass-catching tight ends. Uh, your offensive line, you're just kind of banking there on – Ed Ingram taking a step forward. He was a second-round pick. So if these guys pan out, that's the big if, obviously. You got some interesting pieces here. The exercise started, it really started with the harsh realities of this league, didn't it? Like we were cutting guys who had been here a long time. Feelings were hurt. Families were crying and moving. But it ended with a draft in which we gave new life, new opportunity to a lot of young men who deserved it. Well, we also kind of buried the lead in that uh, we did trade Kirk Cousins for Trey Lance. That's too, part of the, what yeah, I'm saying. That's the exercise. harsh reality of the of the league. That's the <laughs> harsh reality. Julie's not happy. Kirk's not happy. I but think as soon as they get pretty, with Kyle, thrilled in San Francisco. Actually, as soon as yeah. they get with Kyle, they'll be thrilled. They'll undoubtedly buy the, the uh, full house house for them and their kids. <laughs> they would fit perfectly in that house. Kirk will be like Bob Saget was. God rest his soul. <laughs> They'll have twin daughters. It'll be great. Amazing. All right, Dex, any final words from, from you here? This is your first time going through this this exercise with us. No, I mean, we, we created a boatload of cap space. Uh, I think the only thing, as I made clear on this episode, is don't overpay for a free agent center. 
you can go get some guy to have as your insurance policy, but don't overpay for a free agent set. I don't think and we did. We, we brought Bradbury back. We no got, we got your that, Penn State yeah. guy, your Juice, whatever his name is, and uh, and we should be able to go from there. Juice so. Newton. All right. Good stuff. All Thanks right. for hanging out with us here. Let us know in the YouTube comment section, should we be fired immediately uh, after this GM exercise? Would you give us a year? How would you have done things Crusaders different unite. or the same? Crusaders unite. <laughs> Let it's us Phil know. Mackey. All right. You're the one that texted from the target. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Trey Kirk Cousins. All right, that's a wrap. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We'll see you guys tomorrow.